It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. September 23rd, 2020, and welcome to episode 221 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, WCWUS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, get set to talk, give you the latest news from around the world of pop culture. Of course, I'm referring to music, film, TV. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, as far as uh, our his, uh, some history and some histories and other and birthdays and other interesting tidbits about today in the world of music, movies, TV, and also sports as well. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you some wrestling news tidbits to get to get to get, of course, your mouth watering for tonight's episodes, of course, of Wrestling Debate and Revolution coming up later in the evening. If, however, you want to check out, of course, tonight's episode of Outside the Ropes, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get underway, ladies and gentlemen, as we go into 6.36 p.m. As we said on, of course, to, uh, Wednesday, excuse me, September 23rd, 2020. And we will now turn to, of course, 411mania.com with some of the latest, of course, uh, pop culture news and views, of course, coming out here as well. We also do, uh, <clears throat> we also, of course, want to, as always, thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows of course, in addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, you cannot forget Revolution, Wolfpack, also, of course, Raw Radio, <clears throat> also, of course, uh, WWS Power Hour, as well as, of course, WWS This Morning, among others. Let's go ahead and get you, of course, some of those stories here, some of those stories here tonight. As for the first story here, as we have here, of course, Joseph Lee has a story. 
as John Cena is to reprise his role from the Suicide Squad for an HBO Max series entitled Peacemaker. Let's go ahead and see what this is all about here. HBO Max has announced a new series called Peacemaker, which will see John Cena reprise his role from the Suicide Squad. The first season of the action comedy series will run for eight episodes, with James Gunn writing all eight and directing several, including the very first one. Here is a press release. Peacemaker is coming to HBO Max. New DC action comedy series starring John Cena from the Suicide Squad, writer-director James Gunn, and producer Peter Saffron, produced by Warner Brothers Television. This was, of course, also coming out of Los, An- out of Los Angeles here today. O.F. It's Peacemaker. HBO Max is set to explore the origins of the Peacemaker character, the master of weapons from the highly anticipated upcoming Suicide Squad film in the new Max original action-adventure comedy series, Peacemaker. HBO Max has given a straight-to-series order of eight episodes for the first season of the show. John Cena will reprise his role from the Suicide Squad movie, the star in the series, and the film's acclaimed writer-director James Gunn will write all eight episodes of Peacemaker and will direct multiple episodes, including the very first one. Gunn, as well as the Suicide Squad producer Peter Saffron, will serve as executive producers of the series, with Cena as co-executive producer. Based on characters from DC, Peacemaker will be produced by Gunn's Troll Court Entertainment and the Saffron Company, in association, of course, with Warner Brothers Television. Peacemaker, Peacemaker is scheduled to begin production in early 2021, prior to Gunn beginning work on the next Guardians of the Galaxy film. While details about Peacemaker are being kept under wraps, the series will explore the origins of the character that Cena will play in the upcoming film, a man who believes in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get it. The series will extend the world that Gunn is creating for the Suicide Squad movie, which is scheduled to be released in theaters by Warner Brothers Pictures on August 6, 2021. James Gunn said the following, Peacemaker is an opportunity to delve into current world issues through the lens of the superhero, supervillain, and world's biggest douchebag. I'm excited to expand the Suicide Squad and bring this character from the DC film universe to the full breadth of the series. And of course, to be able to work again with John, Peter, and my friends at Warner Brothers is, is the icing on the cake. John Cena was quoted as saying, I have said before that it has been a tremendous honor and an incredible opportunity be a part of the Suicide Squad, and to work with James on what is going to be a fantastic movie. And I am unbelievably excited to have the chance to team up with him again for Peacemaker. We can't wait for fans to see this. James Gunn has the unique ability to create an expansive universe while also bringing to life the soul and wit of each character. We look forward to a deep dive into the world of Peacemaker, said Casey Blois, Chief Content Officer for HBO and HBO Max. John Cena is an actor, producer, entrepreneur, author, philanthropist, and WWE superstar. He will next be seen in F9, the ninth installment of the Fast and Furious action film franchise, which is scheduled now to be released in April 2021. He will follow that with Warner Brother Pictures DC's The Suicide Squad in August 2021. Cena is also the number one New York Times bestselling author of the Elbow Grease Picture Books, Inspired by the lessons he learned about hard work, perseverance, and teamwork from growing up with four brothers. Elbow Grease, Fast Friends, the third book in the series, will be released in September 20. Will be released, of course, this month. He has been the face of the WWE for more than a decade, building a globally recognized brand. 
off screen and out of the ring. Cena devotes much of his time and energy working on behalf of numerous charitable causes, including the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Fit Ops Foundation, which helps U.S. military veterans reclimate to civilian life after service, and, of course, Susan G. Komen for Breast Cancer Research and Awareness. He also starred in the We Are America short film for the Ad Council's Love Has No Labels campaign to further the message of acceptance and inclusion in society. The prolific filmmaker behind some of pop culture's most notable feature films, James Gunn brings his trademark sensibilities to the upcoming DC film, The Suicide Squad, to be released in theaters next summer. After Peacemaker, he will next go into production on the third installment of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, which he is once again writing and directing. He previously wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy and also Volume 2, which has collectively earned more than $1.6 million at the global box office. His additional filmmaking credits include Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Dawn of the Dead, Slither, and Super. Peter Saffron is a, pres- is a president and founder of, leading, of the leading Hollywood production company, The Saffron Company, with over $3 billion in worldwide box office in collaboration with Warner Brothers and New Line over the past six years. Saffron continues to produce the mega-successful Conjuring franchise, which is grossly combined $1.8 billion, becoming the highest-grossing horror franchise of all time. Saffron reteamed with Conjuring partner James Wan for the 2018 Warner Brothers DC superhero film Aquaman, garnering an astonishing $1.12 billion worldwide, making it the highest-grossing DC film ever. He collaborated with Annabelle creation director David Sandberg on one of last year's critically-held films, Shazam, which grossed over $364 million worldwide, up next is The Conjuring 3 with the June 2021 release, followed by the much-anticipated James Gunn helm The Suicide Squad. Also in the pipeline is the sequel to Aquaman, as well as Shazam! Fury of the Gods and The Nun 2. And this is something. This is a tweet that James Gunn put out here today. I'm over the moon excited to be working on hashtag Peacemaker with my pals at John Cena and, at, and, and hashtag The Suicide Squad producer Peter Saffron. On his new at HBO Max original series from at Warner Brothers TV at DC Comics. And of course, there's a picture there if you want to, of course, check that out here as well. So it's all be pretty darn good here, folks. It'll all be pretty, very, very unique there indeed. <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, our next story right here, we're speaking of DC heroes. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story came out yesterday as apparently the series Supergirl is, is, is going to be coming to an end with the upcoming sixth season. So let's go ahead and read a little bit about this. Supergirl is set to make her last up, up and away with the upcoming sixth season. The CW producers Warner Brothers Television and Berlanti Productions announced that they have decided to end the show with the upcoming season, which will premiere sometime next year. The show is one of the main shows underneath the CW's Arrowverse, now dubbed the CWverse, after Arrow ended its eight its run at eight seasons last year. The show originally aired on CBS for its first season before moving to the CW for season two. The show, which stars Melissa Benoist as, the, as the, of course, the, the, the title character, existed as part of the Arrowverse in its own alternate world, of course, Earth 3, before last season's Crisis on Infinity Earths unified all existing CW shows in one reality. Supergirl has been a hit for the CW, ranking among the net's top four shows throughout its first three seasons on the network. Last season, the show ranked seventh out of 18 shows on the CW, 
ahead of other Arrowverse shows like DC's Legends of Tomorrow and Black Lightning, but below The Flash, Arrow, and Batwoman. Benoist addressed the end of the show on Instagram, posted the following. She says, The statesman in honor portraying this iconic character would be a massive understatement. Seeing the incredible impact the show has had on young girls around the world has always left me humbled and speechless. She's had that impact on me as well. She's taught me strength I didn't know I had to find hope in the darkest of places and that we are stronger when we're united. What she stands for pushes all of us to be better. She has changed my life for the better, and I'm forever grateful. I'm so excited that we get to plan our conclusion to this, to this amazing journey. And I cannot wait for you to see what we have in store. I promise we're going to make it one hell of a final season. And of course, that was, of course, on her. Uh, that was, of course, like I said, on her uh, Instagram account there as well. But ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, like I said, for those who are big fans of this, of course, I've watched a little bit of it myself, and I thought it was pretty darn good. Uh, it would be interesting to probably see her make her attempt at a movie version of Superboy. I mean, they did that, of course, back in the 80s with Helen Slater, of course, playing that role. But I'm not sure if they would be as successful. I mean, some people say that the Helen Slater version of Supergirl was not really that hyped up. Um, so, so we'll have to wait and see what all happens. Jeremy Thomas had posted this story yesterday. As Gina Carlo Esposito says, the Mandarin season two will lay groundwork for plenty more to come. Let's go ahead and see this here. The Mandalorian is set to premiere its second season <clears throat> at the end of October, and Gina Carlo Esposito says it says it's set to show up for a lot more further down the road. Esposito, who plays Moff Gideon in, on the Disney Plus series, spoke with people during their Emmy Awards pre-show and hinted at the possibility of two more seasons yet to come. He says, we're living in a universe that is huge and there's so much to explore. Esposito said of the show, so I think that this show is going to lay the groundwork for the depth and breadth that's going to come in season three and four, where you're really going to start to get answers. The Star Wars series second season premiere on October, premieres on October 30th, having wrapped just before the pandemic forced an industry-wide production shutdown. The series stars Pedro Pascal, Gina Carino, Carl Weathers, of course, Esposito, as well as Werner Herzog, Nick Nolte, Emily Swallow, and Ahmed Abtahi. Hopefully I pronounced that name correct. I apologize if I mispronounced it. Of course, also, we did we did mention something as well, of course, as far as a wrestling connection, obviously, that there was supposed to be a tiny cameo by Sasha Banks, but... With that, that's, that, that, that's, uh, that was, I think, a couple weeks ago when we last heard about that. Jeremy Thomas also posted this story here as well. As Netflix cancels The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance after one season. Let's go ahead and read this story right here. An Emmy wasn't enough to get The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance a second season. As Netflix has canceled the show, io9 has confirmed that the Dark Crystal revival will be ending on the service after just one season. The news came just a day after the show won the Emmy Award for Outstanding Children's Program. Jim Henson Company CEO and executive producer Lisa Henson said in a statement that they would be looking for a way to conclude the show's storyline, saying the following. We can confirm that there will not be an additional season of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. We know fans are eager to learn how this chapter of the Dark Crystal saga concludes. And we look for ways to tell that story in the future. Our company has a legacy of creating rich and complex worlds that require technical innovation. 
artistic excellence, and masterful storytelling. Our history also includes productions that are enduring, often finding and growing their audience over time and proving again that, and again, that fantasy and science fiction genres reflect eternal messages and truths that are always relevant. We are so grateful to Netflix for trusting us to realize this ambitious series. We are deeply proud of our work on, on Age of Resistance and the acclaim that it received from fans, critics, and our peers, most recently receiving an Emmy for Outstanding Children's Program. Netflix added in a statement, we are grateful to the master artist at the Jim Henson Company for bringing the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance to life for fans around the world. We're thankful to executive producers Lisa Henson and Hallie Stanford and Louis Letier, who also directed all the episodes, as well as the writers, cast, and crew for the outstanding work and thrilled they were recognized with the Emmy this past weekend. Age of Resistance takes place before the events of the 1982 film and tells a new story set many years before the movie. It is described as the following. The world of Thyra is dying. The crystal of truth is at the heart of Thyra, a source of untold power. But it is damaged, corrupted by the evil Skelesis, and a sickness spreads across the land. When three Gelfing uncover the horrific truth behind the power of the, of the Skelesis, an adventure unfolds as the fires of rebellion are lit, and an epic battle for the planet begins. So it was a darn shame that they could not, of course, go any further, any further with that. But uh, I guess they just had to do, just had to do. Of course, they're doing the best that they possibly, they possibly could right here. And we're, and of course, since I think a lot of our stories actually did pop up yesterday, we'll just read one more here before we go into, of course, our pop culture, our pop culture history and, and birthdays here for today. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday, as of course The Rock says. Red Notice has aggressive uh, pandemic safety procedures. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is back on set filming his Netflix film Red Notice and knows that they're working to keep people safe, of course, from the pandemic on set. Johnson posted to his Instagram account to note that they are officially back to work on the film, which he co-stars co in with Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Johnson, who revealed at the beginning of the month that he and his family had all contracted the virus over the summer, said that they're still in beta phase on their safety measures, but added that they are the most aggressive health and safety uh, pandemic measures in all of Hollywood. Here is his full post, of course, right here. Uh, they said here, of course, on Instagram, he says, The world has changed, and so, and so has our process. We are officially back to work on filming Red Notice. A very productive first week back of work. But certainly not without some angst and anxiety, but overall our incredible crew remained focused, disciplined, and executed brilliantly all week long. We have implemented the most aggressive health and safety uh, pandemic measures in all of Hollywood. As I shared with our crew yesterday, we're still in beta phase with no pandemic playbook to reference. We're an agile crew learning on the go, and we'll create the blueprint on how effective a large-scale production can operate during a pandemic. Proud to go shoulder to shoulder with our entire career on this game changer. In the meantime, I'll continue to screw up my lines and pretend to listen to my director writer here at Ralston Thurber as he shows me my firing target. So that was, of course, like I said, on his Instagram account there as well, ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks, let's go ahead here. It is now 6.53 p.m. on Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. Episode 221 here for of WWS Outside the Ropes here, <clears throat> as we said, Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw here, of course, 
the rest of the panel, we too tough to handle, of course, getting themselves prepared for what should be a big-time night of big-time wrestling talk. As, of course, I will go ahead and take a breather here to let you know, of course, of our, our, our quick lineup here. Coming up at 8 o'clock, do not forget WWS Wrestling Debate. As, of course, the loose cannon should kill Cole Cephas, as well as the NWO Madness Kingdom, will, of course, be coming, will be, of course, co uh, coming at you with, uh, of course, obviously, some... Uh, <coughs> Uh, of course, we'll be we'll be coming here. Of course, uh, um, some of them the rest of the stores, of course, come as far as of course Raw. Uh, Raw, of course, uh, uh, SmackDown, of course, AEW, NXT. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, what's coming up with Clash of Champions? Of course, here. Uh, what's coming up here? Of course, uh, this. Coming up here this Sunday with Clash of Champions, plus some other wrestling stories making the rounds. Be sure to join them. 139-925-POUND coming up here, of course, at 8 o'clock. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on with Revolution episode 890 uh, at 9 o'clock, 138055-POUND. As I will, we will bring you, of course, the latest wrestling news as well as, of course, the latest history and birthdays. We will also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, bring you, of course, the official results as far as AEW and NXT goes. Uh, <clears throat> and also, of course, some other, of course, any other, any other, of course, wrestling extras that comes our way, we will, of course, definitely, uh, we will, of course, definitely bring that here to you here this evening. There will be one or two subjects we will, of course, talk about here before we, uh, um, before we, uh, of course, before the night's out, of course, on Revolution tonight. Be sure to listen to us there at nine o'clock. One three eight zero five five pound for Revolution episode eight hundred and ninety. <clears throat> okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what we have here as we now switch to our, of course, uh, wrestling. Uh, I mean, uh, pop culture history and birthdays here for for of course here uh, uh, September twenty third. In terms of our pop culture history birthdays and other moments here, let's go ahead and bring this here to you. On this, and like I said. On this day in 1912, the first Mac Senate Keystone comedy movie was released called Cohen Collects a Debt. On this day in 1927, Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, directed by F.W. Murnau, starring George O'Brien and Janet Gaynor, is released and it won the Academy Award for a Unique and Artistic Picture in 1927. In 1953, KHQA TV Channel 7 and Hannibal Quincy, Missouri, which is a CBS affiliate, begins broadcasting. On the day in 1957, WTIZ TV Channel 61 in Hartford, Connecticut. I believe it was, of course, started out as a CBS affiliate, but now it became a Fox affiliate. It, it, of course, it began broadcasting on this day in 1957. On this day in 1961, the first movie to become a TV series it was, it was How to Marry a Millionaire. On this day in 1962, ABC's first color series, which was Hanna-Barbera's uh, Flintstone spinoff, The Jetsons, uh, first premiered. On this day in 1963, WMEB-TV Channel 12 in Orono, Maine, which is a PBS affiliate, began broadcasting. And on this day in 1968, WKAS-TV Channel 25 in Ashland, Kentucky, also a PBS affiliate, also begins broadcasting as well. We have, of course, uh, 
We of course, like us, we of course have some birthdays here. Uh, <clears throat> as earlier as earlier this year, we did lose. Uh, today would have been the birthday of. Let me see. It would have been. Give me just a, let me just a second here, ladies and gentlemen. Let me let me check my. Today would have been the 82nd birthday of Tom Lester, who I believe my I believe was part of one of the. I think I don't know. It might have been shows coming. I think it was Green Acres or Petticoat Junction. I'm not sure which one it was, but uh, but anyway, today he would have been 82 today. And also Hassan Minaj today he celebrates a happy happy 35th birthday to him. Some folks that have sadly have passed away uh, on the, passed away on this date in 1956. Earl Godwin, who was a newscaster who was uh, from the show Meet the Veep. Sadly, died at the age of 75. On his day in 1960, Kathleen Williams, an actress from the movie The, the Single Man, dies of a heart attack at the age of 72. On his day in 1961, Billy House, who was in the movies Imitation of Life, Bedlam, and The Egg and I, sadly dies at the age of 71. And on his day in 1970, uh, he was known as Morville. Bor his real name was Andre Robert Romborg, who was a French actor and singer, who of course did Le Cornlaude and Le Grand Vlad Ravrely. I'm sorry if I mispronounced this. Sadly, dies of Kaler's syndrome at the age of 53 on this date. Some weddings that took place here on this date, here, folks. I want to say 1996, Jim Carrey, of course, who was 35 at the time, weds actress Lauren Holly. From the, who, who, of course, was in the movie Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey in Malibu. Also, also in 1996, uh, uh, Gary Busey, who was, who was 52 at the time, of course, he was nominated for the movie The Buddy Holly Story, weds former stunt woman from Dallas, Tiani Warden, who was, who was, actually, uh, who was actually 29 at the time, at Morton H. Myerson Symphony Center in Dallas. And I'll say in 2012, actor Antonio Sabato Jr., who was 40 at the time, with singer-songwriter Cheryl Mona Marie at a private, private Anini Beach estate on the island of Kauai. And also some divorces, who unfortunately, sadly, but on this day in 1915, film, of course, producer Samuel Goldwyn, who was 33 at the time, Divorces his first wife, Blanche Lasky, after only five years of marriage. And also, on his day in 2011, Lisa Lynn, who was 39 at the time, divorces James Marston, of course, best known for the X-Men movies, who was 38 at the time, due to irreconcilable differences after only 11 years of marriage. So, there you, there you of course, have, there you, uh, you have it, of course, uh, right there. Now, let's go here, of course, to... Um, our music on this day here in history, in history and birthdays as well. On this day in 1952, Kyle Linga, single recorded by Hank Williams Sr. 1957, That Will Be the Day by Buddy Holly and the Crickets reaches number one. On this day in 1969, Northern Star and Illinois University newspaper start rumors that Paul McCartney is dead. Of course, obviously, he's still alive and well as of today. 1974, Gypsy opens at Winter Garden Theater in New York City for 120 performances. On this date in 1977, I Just Fall in Love Again, single released by The Carpenters. 
On his date in 1980, Bob Marley has his last concert at Stanley Theater in Pittsburgh. On his date in 1982, Doll's Life opens at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City for five performances. On his date in 1993, Les Miserables opens at Playhouse in Edinburgh, but that is in Scotland. Yes. Some birthdays here that took place here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, give me just one second here. Okay, let's, let's see. Hold on now. Let's see. Uh, 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 musician John Coltrane would have been 94 years old here today. Uh, also, Uh, legendary singer Ray Charles, of course, today would have turned 90. And the one and only uh, born, Mr. Born in the USA himself, Bruce Springsteen, today turns 71. So so all in good company right there today here, folks. Some, sadly, some passings in the world of music. It's on this day in 1694, Francesco pa Passerini, a, a, a composer from Italy, sadly died at the age of 57. On his date in the year 1700, Nicholas Adam Strungik, who was a composer from Germany, sadly died at the age of 59. On his date in 1797, Johann George Roser, who was a composer, sadly died at the age of 57. And on his date in 1835, Vincenzo Bellini, who was an Italian opera composer, who did La Salambula Norma, sadly dies at the age of only 33. And, 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 of course, we did mention the weddings and music, of course. This was 1996, of course, Gary Busey um, got married. And, of course, Antonio Sabato Jr. marries, of course, singer-songwriter Cheryl Mona Marie, of course, like I said, on the island of Kauai on this date back in 2012. So they've been married eight years. So congratulations there. And now let me go to the world of sports here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead here for today, September 23rd. On this day in 1845, the first baseball team, the New York Knickerbockers, organize and adopt a rule code. On this day in 1868, the British Open men's golf at Presswick Golf Course, Tom Morris Jr. beats his father, Tom Morris Sr., by three strokes at 17 young. At 17, young Morris remains youngest Open champion. On his day in 1873, Tom Allen beats Mike McHale for heavyweight boxing title. On his day in 1892, British Open men's golf Murrayfield Harold Hilton wins by three shots from amateur John Ball, Sandy Hurd, and Hugh Caraldi. Caraldi. There you go. Um, on his day in 1908, giant, uh, uh, giant uh, Fred Bonehead Merkel. Fails to touch second, causes third out and ninth, and disallows winning run. Game ends tied. Cubs, Cubs win the replay, replayed game and also the pennant. On this day, 1914, Reds drop their 19th straight game, then beat the Boston Braves. On this day, 1925, Washington shortstop Roger Peckinpah is named American League MVP. On this day, 1926, the upset of the decade. Gene Tooney beats defending champion Jack Dempsey. A 10-round unanimous decision at Cesarquist Centennial Stadium in Philadelphia for the World Heavyweight Boxing title. And we have, of course, one birthday, of course, here in the world of sports. 
uh, football coach Marty Schottenmeyer today turned 77, and also some passings, of course, in the world of in the world of sports. On his day in 1910, H.J.H. Cup Scott, who was a cricketer, who was uh, the Australian Test captain in 1886, sadly passes away. On his day in 1950, Sam Barry, who was a basketball player and coach, um, passes away in 1950. He was born in the year 1892. On his day in 1978, Lyman Bosick, an outfitter for the Angels. He was 27 years old, but he was shot and killed, sadly. And on his day in 1992, Bernice Guerra, the first female baseball player in America, uh, who, who was umpired during the 1969 New York Penn League, sadly dies of cancer at the age of 61. This was back in 1992. And also one wedding to report in the world of sports, tennis ace Zena Garrison, who was 25 at the time, weds businessman Willard Jackson, who was, 20, who was 25 at the time, at the Windsor Village United Methodist Church in Houston, Texas. So there you have it there with your, your pop culture history and birthdays here for today. And I'm pretty certain that the human surplus machine, John Gross, will be bringing you, of course, some more pop culture history and birthdays here in with the wrestling history and birthdays tonight on 890 of Revolution. So some of this might be in there, and he might have some other stuff as well. So like I said, we'll, we will definitely be looking forward here to that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get you in on some of the stories that, of course, that have made the, the rounds officially. Um as of, I think, some most, most of, I think, between yesterday and today, as far as, of course, wrestling is concerned, we have four, of course, lined up here for you as we, of course, wind it down here, here at 7 minutes after 7 p.m. Eastern time. Some WWE news right here from Joseph Lee. Sam Punk actually mocks the mask of one of the members of Retribution. Also, a WWE stock update, and also this week's episode of The Bump. In a post on his Instagram Live, Sam Punk mocked Slapjack, who was Shane Thorne of the WWE group Retribution, taking a shot at his mask. He wrote, we were bored in catering and there's abundance of paper plates. So, WWE stock opened at $38.99 per share here, of course, this, of course, this morning. And, of course, this week's episode of The Bump is now online. Of course, it, of course, it is uh, one of the top big-time topics on The Bump today was, of course, Paul Heyman. Uh, talks about, of course, his shooting straight on his relationship with the current Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we also, have, we also, of course, have heard some very, some very somber news, of course, in the world of wrestling. These next two stories, of course, will have to do with that. Of course, as you, a lot of people I'm sure have probably heard through, of course, uh, it has been confirmed through several wrestling uh, websites, including WWE, uh, that. The Road Warrior Animal, of course, is the legendary tag team, the Legion of Doom. Of course, the uh, brother, of course, of uh, John Laurinaitis as well, um, sadly passed away today at the age of 60. Uh, before I get to these two stories here, I will, I will, of course, on behalf of everyone here involved with the WWUS Radio Network and WWUS in general, I would like to take. I would like to extend my uh, condolences and also our hearts and prayers to to uh, Road Warrior Animals friends, family, and the many many fans, of course, of him. Of course, his late partner Hawk, also their manager Paul Ellering, just everything that they did over their 
wonderful Hall of Fame career. And may he, may he, of course, now be able to rejoin Road Warrior Hawk in the Legion of Doom. Of course, obviously, we'll be, of course, rocking it out here, of course, as we call it, in the Heaven Wrestling Federation. And who knows, there might be something pretty unique going on up there now, even as we speak. So, But again, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as we said, Road Warrior Animal sadly has passed away today at the age of 60. Now, let's bring you, of course, a couple of stories here. Um... Of course, on the course, these two, of course, are tied in with the passing of Road Warrior Animal. Joseph Lee brought this story today as actually WWE issues a full statement on the passing of, of Animal. Um, here's the story right here. It was reported this morning that Road Warrior Animal has passed away at the age of 60. WWE has issued a full statement on his death, of course, which, is, which I will round read right now. WWE is sad to learn that Joe Laurinaitis, is known to WWE fans as Road Warrior Animal, sadly has passed away at the age of 60. One of the most intense superstars ever stepped into the squared circle. The 6'2", 300-pound animal spent the majority of his career alongside his tag team partner Hulk. Together, they formed what was arguably the most successful, popular, and feared tandem of all time, the Road Warriors. With their intimidating face paint, outfits covered in metal spikes, and impressive array of power moves, the duo captured titles and destroyed opponents wherever they roamed. Their dominance made them so popular that, that the phrase Road Warrior Pop has been used in locker rooms to describe particularly deafening reactions from the crowd ever since. The Road Warriors. Sorry about here, folks. We're just. The, Ro... the Road Warriors thrived in multiple stints with WWE, where they were known as the Legion of Doom. The team won the World Tag Team titles on two occasions and were eventually enshrined in the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, WWE extends its condolences to Laura Nice's family, friends, and fans. And, of course, here is, of course, here's some more reaction, of course, to the passing of Road Warrior Animal. Uh, as, as, like I said, WWE, as well as, of course, AEW and other wrestlers actually comment on Animal's passing. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. As, we, as 411 Mania noted earlier today, Road Warrior Animal Sally has passed away at the age of 60. Several wrestling personalities, as well as, of course, WWE and AEW, have commented on his death on social media. Jim Ross wrote the following, Shocked to hear the passing of at RW Animal, an iconic figure in our business who I was looking forward to seeing this Saturday night in Jackson, Tennessee, at the At Jerry Lawler celebration. Condolences to Joe's family and friends. Taz also said, just found out that Road Warrior Animal has left us. Very sad to hear this. I was such a nice guy whenever I would see him. So I have a Tasmanian Devil tattoo on my right arm. He was my inspiration to get that before I started wrestling training. Hashtag rest in peace. Here are some other here are some reactions below. Shelton Benjamin posted today, rest in peace, Joe Laurinaitis. Of course, Road, you are a Road Warrior Animal. Natalia... Uh, Natalia posted, I'm taking a Road Warrior animal, Joe Laurinaitis, and his entire family right now. Very sad to hear this news today. Ted DiBiase says, I'm totally shocked to hear that my friend and brother in Christ, Road Warrior animal, has passed away. My thoughts and prayers as well as my heart go out to the family. Rest in peace, my friend. <clears throat> of course, like we said, we said Jim Ross's Matt Seidel, who, of course, as you know, was having born WWE, posted, I feel so lucky to have gotten the chance to hear at RW Animal's great stories and to get to know a guy I idolized as a kid. He was strong, funny, brilliant, and a true brother. Thank you, Animal, sending all my love to his family and friends worldwide. Frankie Gazarian posted, 
Rest in peace, Joel Arnais, aka at, aka at RW Animal. Very sad to hear this awful news. A true icon of tag team wrestling and a gentleman. We did this tribute to him and Hawk on a few occasions, and he was nothing but complimentary of it and was very gracious. I will miss you, my friend. Godspeed. Of course, Tat, we did talk about Taz here. Um, and also WWE, but AEW posted this saying, AEW in the wrestling world mourned the passing of the legendary road warrior animal. Our thoughts are with his family, his friends, and his fans. The Iron Sheik posted this today. He said, my road warrior animal brother, you were the you were most, over tag, most over tag team ever. We have the best time in the, in the Minnesota forever. I love you. Rest in peace, Bubba. And Court Bauer posted this, sad to hear a road warrior animal's passing, an iconic force as, as the sport emerged in its popularity on a worldwide level. Growing up, LOD hooked me on pro wrestling for life. I feel fortunate to have the, that had the privilege of working with Joe at WWE, a good brother, hashtag RIP animal. So, so ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I said, he truly made an impact indeed on wherever he went. And of course, I'm sure a lot of other folks will be saying, of course, some other, some, some things as well. But like I said, a good showing here, of course, as far as, far as, uh, as far as, of course, uh, a good, a good showing here, of course, of support here for the one and only Road Warrior Animal tonight. And one more story here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I know we got a few moments to go here, but I will use that time to, of course, Take care of a couple other pieces of business, but I have one more wrestling story to bring to you. Jeffrey Harris brought out the story yesterday as NWA reportedly ranges on release for Zeke Dice and exercises a rollover on, con on I guess it is his contract. Well, it appears that Zeke Dice isn't gone from NWA just yet. According to a report by Fightful Select, former NWA TV champion Zeke Dice is no longer being released by the promotion. Earlier this summer, Dice had reportedly requested his release from the promotion and was said to be, wanting on, be waiting on the release to be finalized. However, it appears something has changed. Dice was reportedly informed by NWA this past month that the promotion is exercising his rollover, so the wrestler is going to stay under contract to NWA until the end of 2020. So, so, there, so there you have it right there. So it looks like that uh, he's going to be, of course, part of... Uh, He's going to be, of course, part of NWA for a very long time here to go. So there you go. And ladies and gentlemen, before we go, of course, like I said, we still have plenty of time here. Uh, let us go ahead and give you, of course, an update here on several things while we still have, of course, a, a, while we still have, of course, a, 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 a few minutes right here. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you as you know. Um, until, like I said, we have until a week from tonight to, of course, like I said, handle the uh, the uh, o the new OVW US uh, Trivia Championship belts. Of course, we have seven more belts out there. Of course, they're they're being voted on here as well. Uh, the up the updates really hasn't been there hasn't been that much of an update here for this, but I will go ahead and just read them off here anyway. The OBW US Television Championship, it looks like Danny from Oak Park is leading the human suplex machine, John Gross, three votes to two. The OBW US Radio Championship, Eddie Garza and Anthony Chobot, of course, are leading or tied actually with one vote each. The OBW US Women's Championship, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and Jody Valentine are tied with one vote each. 
the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach has not actually has not uh, has not voted has not received any votes as of yet. But there may be, of course, a decision depending upon what happens here with 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 this between MLD and Jody Valentine. The OVWS Saturday Night Special Championship. Antonio Gutierrez is leading the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming two votes to nothing in that. The OVWS Brutality Championship. The Kia Club's Matt Patel is leading the Cowboy Clinton James Smith two votes to one in that. The OVWS Valley Championship. Uh, Samuel McAllister, Captain Dave Spieler, and Kevin O'Sullivan have not received any more votes here as of yet. But Russell McDaniel and the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, are currently tied for, for that belt there as well, for that as well with one vote each. And the OVWS Southern Tag Team Championship, so far we have only received one vote, and that is for Jody Valentine. Nobody else has been vote, nobody else has received any votes here as of yet. Uh, just keep in mind here, of course, here, folks, that, uh, like I said, if you're not a member of the OVWS group, of course, please feel free to, of course, uh, join it today. And, of course, those who are members of the group, like I said, uh, like I said, in case you need to you know, make any changes, you will, you are you are welcome to do that. But like I said, also like if you haven't voted yet, be sure to do some voting here today because, like I said, that a week from tonight is when this voting will end. And then of course, and of course, like I said, if it's if it's still the same here after, of course, next week, then we'll definitely will be having to do we'll de- we'll have to of course take some other appropriate some other of course other actions here as well. And as, as far as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, on the WWS Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, I will be, of course, making a paper copy, of course, of this, uh, of the votes so far that we have received for the matches for uh, for um, this Sunday's Clash of Champions. Let me go ahead and run down those matches here so far. Uh, the WWE Championship right now, uh, Drew McIntyre is right now, has four votes while Randy Orton has three. Uh, of course, I'm not going to name who is voting for who here because, like I said, I'd like to try to keep it as private as possible. Uh, the Universal Championship uh, right now is seven people have voted for Roman Reigns. Nobody has voted for Jay Uso. The SmackDown Women's Title match here um, you have right now uh, Bailey with four votes and Nikki Cross with three. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Title match, uh, the team of Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler has eight votes. The Riot Squad, of course, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan has, does not have any at this point. Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, the team of Cesaro and Nakamura, has six votes, whereas the Lucha House Party, in whatever form they decide to use on Sunday, has right now only one vote. The Intercontinental uh, Championship Triple Threat. Seven people have voted for Jeff Hardy. One person has voted for AJ Styles. Nobody has voted for Sami Zayn. The Raw Tag Team Title Match. Four people have voted for the Street Profits, while no one has voted for the team of Andrade and Angel Garza, who won the match on Monday to earn a shot at the belts. Also, the Raw Women's Title Match here. Asuka has received seven votes. Zelina Vega has not, or has not, of course, picked up any. And also, of course, the United States Championship match. Bobby Lashley has received five votes. Apollo Crews has received one. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of, like I said, who, regardless, like I said, of who has the most vote, most votes here is as well. 
I will decide what will be the major, what will be, of course, the uh, the major, the, the the big time belt that, of course, that the winner will earn with the most number of votes. But of course, like I said, everybody is going to have a championship belt out of this. So uh, we do have, of course, a lot of people that have that have, of course, obviously have uh, that have, of course, uh, um, <clears throat> that have that have. Uh, we have we have many people who said they are going to be involved in it, and we'll give their I'm sure their predictions, of course, on the show, including, of course, obviously, uh, JD, uh, also John, also Fonzie, Mint, Justin. I believe Shaq said he was going to be involved. Uh, of course, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, who has, of course, done the voting here. Uh, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach obviously has done the voting on here. Uh, we have not heard from anyone else here yet. But, uh, but of course, anything could, like anything could possibly, uh, could possibly uh, happen here um, in this. So we'll keep, of course, a watch out on this. And the voting will end, of course, prior to the beginning of Clash of Champions, of course, on Sunday. So if you thought, like I said, if you want to get in on it, like I said, please feel free to post your votes in. And like I said, there'll be some more championship belt opportunities coming up here. Who knows? I may even, of course, be making a future matchup against some some folks here. If if you don't, if I don't do a title, uh, you may get a title shot at somebody, a surprise title shot, maybe. Who knows? But anything's possible here, folks, and we'll keep you apprised about how we're going to, of course, handle everything here, coming up here, of course, here after uh, Clash of Champions, of course, this weekend. On that note, here, folks, I want to thank you very much here for listening to episode two hundred and twenty-one. Of, w, of, of course, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, be sure, like we said, of course, coming up here in about uh, 35 minutes from now. Don't forget to ch- check out our next episode of WCWS Wrestling Debate. As, as we said, Luce Cannon should kill Cole Cephas. And the NW of Madness Kingdom will, of course, come on and talk about, of course, the latest, including, of course, like I said, what's that, what happened, of course, on Raw, what, what, what might happen on SmackDown before the Clash. The Clash of Champions itself, of course, obviously AEW and NXT. There's a lot of other wrestling stories making the rounds, of course, I'm sure, including the number one story, obviously, uh, the passing of, of course, the Hall of Famer Road Warrior Animal. Um, and, of course, other great stuff here as well. Uh, we uh, we will, of course, have that for you coming up here at 8 o'clock, 139-925 pounds. Be sure to check that out. And also, ladies and gentlemen, at 9, do not forget WWS Revolution, episode 890. As, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will, of course, uh, we will, of course, like I said, uh, give our, our personal thoughts and opinions about, uh, about, uh, about, of course, like I said, the official results here for AEW. We'll just mainly give you our official results for AEW and NXT. And also, ladies and gentlemen, in, in addition to any other wrestling extras coming your way, we will also, of course, pay some tribute to, of course, uh, to, to, of course, um, um, to the legendary Road Warrior Animal. We'll probably more for it. We'll definitely be sharing a lot of thoughts and a lot of thoughts and memories. Uh, of course, also speaking of uh, on, of course. Uh, um, but, ladies and gentlemen, I will also go ahead and point out here on our page, WWS Revolution Radio, uh, I will go ahead and point out here 
that we do that I do did of course make a post here of course earlier uh, or earlier of course here today um, of course after hearing after of course hearing the news of the passing of Road Warrior Animal uh, I did of course make a post on here as well um, that we would like to hear your personal thoughts and opinions uh, we would like to of course hear your personal thoughts and opinions on of course on this on this great superstar of course what was your favorite moments of course here uh you know even was, uh, even of course during just doing doing some singles work uh of course some legend some uh of course of course his work with the legion of doom and of course wrestling everywhere from of course awa wf wwe um, I'm sure the NWA, I'm sure, like I said, I mean, a lot of great, I'm sure he has a lot of great moments, of course, to talk about here as well. Of course, even, of course, uh, um, his Hall of Fame induction and everything of that nature. So be sure, of course, uh, we would like to hear, of course, uh, we would like to hear, of course, your personal thoughts and opinions on, on, of course, this, on this great, uh, on this, on this great superstar here. Please feel free, of course, and of course, supposed to be up here for. I mean, there's there's no limit on this. I mean, uh, but uh, we did have, of course, one person comment so far. But if you want to leave any thoughts and comments about that, please feel free to do so on the, of course, Revolution Radio Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Revolution Radio. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, of course, speaking of our groups on Facebook, be sure to check out all of our groups, including, in addition to Recruit Revolution Radio, be sure to check out also the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center, also an OVWS. Also, be sure to check out our uh, Game Show Alley, as well as Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, Power Rangers, Protecting the Power, our tribute groups to Don Rickles and Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, our tribute group to Whose Lines It Anyway. Uh, of course, our group for our female wrestling fans, women of WWUS. We got a lot of great rest, uh, women's wrestling matchups here, of course, in the past and present. Also, of course, don't forget to check out the WWUS NXT NG Video Vault, where we, of course, got a lot of great classic wrestling prom- matchups and promos, and even got some music posted on there just recently here, too. Also, of course, don't forget the WWUS Movie Channel. We've just posted, of course, a great movie starring. Kurt Russell and also the late Robin Williams called the best of times. Be sure to check that out. Also, of course, WWS uh, location of animation. Very course, You got some classic uh, moments and full episodes of some cartoons from, of course, dating from all the way back in the days of Looney Tunes, um, the old Disney cartoons. Also, of course, uh, Tom and Jerry to, of course, a lot of the action cartoons from the 60s, 70s and 80s. So including a lot of the superhero cartoons and, the action cartoons, of course, like I said, like including like He-Man, Transformers stuff, G.I. Joe stuff like that. Be sure to check out a lot of those here as well. We would love to hear. We would love to, of course, uh, like for you to check all that out and like to so give your thoughts and opinions on everything, and and get and put your input down for everything that we have going on. So on the, and also be sure to check out all of our shows on TalkShoe.com. All of our past episodes since 2015, of course, we still have all of them archived and on record. So be sure to definitely check out, of course, all of our check out a lot check out a lot of those episodes. Um, like I said, from shows that we are currently doing, including like I said, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, 
of course, WWS this morning. Also, don't forget Wrestling Revisited and Wrestling Debate. Also, of course, some of our newer shows, and like I said, WWS this morning, as well as, of course, uh, The Sports Machine. Also, of course, some shows that are not currently being done right now, including Wrestling Profile, Women's Revolution Radio, uh, Impact Main Event, uh, King Ice's uh, Retro Movie Review, also Attitude Radio, Top Heel Inc., uh, um, Indie Outlook. I mean, we have a lot of great shows on that we haven't done here in a while, but we're hoping to get revamped and going here, coming up here very, very soon. So we are looking forward to, of course, giving all that here to you here between now and, of course, coming up here in the new year. But be sure to check out everything we've got listed there and give your thoughts and opinions about any of them. And, of course, if you have any ways of, like I said, of anything that we can do to kind of make your listening uh, your, your listening pleasure more, more pleasurable, please feel free, of course, to let us know here. We'll be more than happy to try to help you out there in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> Thank you very much here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Also, don't forget, wash your hands, stay clean, and, of course, pray, ladies and gentlemen, are my tips, my rules to live by here, of course, dealing with this infamous pandemic. Take care and God bless, folks. And we will talk at you, of course, here coming up on Revolution 890, coming up in, in, at, coming up in about one hour and a half. Have a good evening, folks. Karen, God bless, folks. This is the WWUS Radio Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.